1: everyone welcome to another episode of sitting ringside this is episode number 191 as always i am robert via and with me my homies mark f.u miller david rodriguez and rudy lara how's it going fellas good good doing good man good. good we missed a week we did, missed we missed a week, a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what, sometimes it's good to have a week off We've been non-stop for yeah. I don't know how many months now mm-hmm. But yeah. it's hey, all so good Roberto. Roberto yo, Who the fuck is that guy <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy <laughs> a Good fucking question We have Power Slap Fighter Mr. John the Machine Davis How's it going, bro?
2: Doing pretty good. Thank you all for having me on. I appreciate it.
1: Hell yeah, man. It's always fun having uh, you know the guys from Power Slap joining us. Um, it, you guys are a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's awesome that uh, that you are here with us, man, for as long as you can. Because usually our guests are only on for about 15, 20, 30 minutes, but you are uh, making an exception, and you're going to be with us since the beginning until whenever you need to jump off. All right, until <laughs> the end
2: of time. <laughs> <Until the laughs> end of time.
1: <laughs> we're going to have a fifth co-host, uh, Mr. John Davis.
2: <laughs> hey, I'll take. it. Yeah, right? I'll I'm always too, uh, <laughs> looking for uh, more opportunities. Right? Hell
3: yeah! <laughs> not too. Right working. on. We've had a lot of the, We've had a lot of the power slap guys guys on but john you have the honor we you are the first champion of course you are the middleweight champion of power slap so it's amazing to have the champ join us we know you got a big uh, title defense coming up we'll get to that of course but yeah it's an honor to have you on Uh, thank you for making the time though brother
2: No, again i appreciate the opportunity to anybody willing to give any of us the time especially myself to get out here and you know connect with the community that is the wild wild west of the web so
1: (laughs) hell yeah all right. Well, yeah. before we get started on the show, I got to do my, uh, or like how we say, you know, we got to pay the bills, right? Uh, quick shout out to HKA USA. Go to hkusa.com. Uh, go support them. They support a lot of fighters. Get your gear at HKA USA. And if you want a custom boxing gloves with our logo on there, there's my our Fightbook MMA logo get a pair we got the white ones we got some black ones we got the exact same style and color but in mma gloves so if you want some let me know hit me up in the dms i will hook you up also to our streaming partners flow combat fight tv espn plus the zone and mma tv also hit up uh Hold on, guys. My computer froze here. Go ahead and hit up <laughs> foxhound Fuel. Go to foxhoundfuel.com. Use our discount code FBMMA in all caps so you can get 20% off all your purchases. These guys have some amazing supplements. I use it all the time. Um, very cool guys. So go check them out. Look them up on social media. Let them know that Fight Book MMA sent you. Also, for the fellas... If you want to get some nice, comfortable, uh, and colorful underwear, go to my friend's uh, (laughs) website, John Tyler. You can also get 20% off all your purchases. Uh, Use our discount code FIGHTBOOK in all caps as well. And also, if you want to get some merch, all the QR codes are right there. Or you can hit me up um or go to the website at fivebookweave.com and click the merch tab and you can get some nice hats, hoodies, shirts, whatever. All the the proceeds go straight back to the website the and to the podcast and a dollar goes to the homeless.
4: There you that's
1: go. It. Just 1 dollar. That's all we can afford, man. <laughs> we only get like we only get like 10 cents out of all these supporters so, you know, <laughs> it takes a while to collect a dollar.
4: <laughs>
1: right, oh, shit. <laughs> right on well guys let's do the quick uh, rundown of all the events that are happening this weekend in the mma kickboxing grappling muay thai category october 6th one friday fights 36 that's going to be streaming live on fightbookmma.com your boy right here is going to be having all the live results also, LFA 169, Ward versus Walker. Then on the seventh, we have USC Vegas 80, Octagon 47, and this one's going to be a badass event. One fight night 15. This one is this one's going to be good, so don't miss this uh, this event. Also streaming live on Fight Book MMA. It's going to be Glory 89 and Battle MMA Championship 10, and of course. The big show, Bellator 300. That one's good. Pretty stacked uh, fight card. Um,
0: don't miss it. It's going to be good. So speaking of stacked fight cards, the uh, the Bellator 300 poster. It's oh, uh, dude, oh, that's, that's fucking. Nice. That is
1: sick. I like that. Really nice. I dig that. Yeah, shit. that poster is dope, man. In the boxing uh, bare knuckle slap fighting category, we have uh, on October seventh. Kim Clavel versus Evelyn Bermudez. That's going to be streaming live at the website. Also live on The Zone, we got two title fights in Manchester, England. Lay Woods versus Josh uh, Warrington. They're going to be fighting for Woods' WBA featherweight title. And the co-main event is another uh, title fight. We have Terry Harper versus Cecilia Brocas. What they're fighting for I know man. Is that a dude beating up a chick named Cecilia? (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) It sounds like what the fuck? I gotta watch that. They're fighting for Harper's WBA women's junior middleweight title and the vacant WBO women's junior weight, junior middleweight title. This one is gonna be a good one, guys. It's gonna be streaming live on the zone in Las Vegas. Gilberto last Ramirez, major. yeah, Gilberto Ramirez versus Joe Smith. They're fighting. Uh, they're fighting in a 12 rounder uh, cruiserweight division. And last but not least, in live in Tokyo, another title fight: Tetsuji CP Freshmart versus <laughs> <What>? Yudai Yoka. <laughs> they're fighting for CP Freshmart's <laughs> WBC strawweight title.
3: <laughs> Oh God! You are so
1: Dude, dumb. These names, bro, <laughs> they the get me bad. But hey, sometimes I'm able to pronounce them pretty good, man. So, got to give me sounds, props for that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh shit! Right on. So that's all the events that are happening this weekend, David. What do we always say, man?
3: That's a super busy weekend. Of course, you know, check out all the content at FightBookMA.com. All the results, but. You're not watching the second of every fight, every round of every event that Rob just mentioned. You're not, you're a, real not a, a
1: real fight
0: fan. Not a real fight fan, folks. You gotta do the fuck it Friday challenges too. If you're not doing Dana White's fuck it Friday challenge, you're not a real fight hey. fan. <laughs> you're not. You get a fight. Just walk the plank. <laughs> <laughs> well well
3: you're fellas definitely not a it. real fight fan or uh, Yeah, or a slap fan, if you don't know, Mr. John Davis, who's our guest tonight, joining us, the champ. Speaking of Vegas, John, you're just getting back from Las Vegas, right? How was it? You went out there for the uh, photo shoot and everything, right?
2: Yeah, I was out there for a promo, and, you know, speaking of, of fight news, it was right after Canelo had just got his hair done by the barbers that I linked up with, so shout out to them if you haven't already seen on my social media. They gave me the same treatment. Right. They gave him the 24-karat the gold face mask and, and a whole bunch of more endeavors that they'll oh, be posting shit. soon, so that shit was by far the the dope you know they they had some exotics roll up and really made it a, a good time but yeah the promo shoot went well in Vegas shout out to the power slap team and all the media crew because they fortunately for me and my family they got me in there I was the first one to get all my stuff done they got me to the airport so that way the next day my wife could have our final baby so I was super lucky oh, wow. to make it home in time for that so it was a- wow. congratulations wow. dude congrats bro how many kids now that's number number four out the door we're done <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, 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 it, is it all
2: girls all boys or a mix one girl she's the oldest so she's the leader of the pack and then it was three boys in a row oh nah. man <laughs> yeah i remember you had mentioned it because uh, last week
3: we didn't have a show i was going to try to get you on but that's definitely you know very proper. You had to make the trip to Vegas, and it's great that they uh, made it happen. You're able to make it back home, uh, back to Ohio. And uh, seeing you out there hanging with uh, Ryan Phillips, too. I know he got his fight finally announced, too. So yes.
2: that card is absolute fire. Absolute fire. Yeah, I, I think the October 25th Power Slap card is by far going to be the record breaker of, of all of them that we've had so far. And it's crazy to say that because – we're so young and so fresh, but it's such a big thing and, and such a prominent force out in the sports world, no matter what people have to say about that. It's it's crushing the numbers, you know? No, no, Like I said, I think this one is really going to be over the top, not only because of the fights that they have lined up on it. You know, Ryan Phillips coming back, myself coming back. The super heavyweight title is finally up for grabs. You know, um, it's just going to be an all-out a freaking rager all night long, I would say.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think, because, you know, the of course, your title fight, there's four title fights. Uh, yes. Ryan's on the prelims. That's how good this show is. I believe Wayland, uh, for us, he's been on this show before. Yep. He's on the prelims. So, I mean, a total of what, 10, 11 uh, bouts scheduled, don't you think? Or?
2: Uh, I don't, I don't actually know, but I would say, so, I would say so, because they also do, they do tapings beforehand. So, they'll have, yep a set of fights that are taped that they may or may not release because they're using them. You know, they don't really have like, it's not like Dana White's contender series, which is by far one of the dopest things you can watch also, but it's not like they have that for power slap right now. So a lot of these guys that are coming in fresh, they're you know they're learning on the fly and they don't necessarily want to risk I will not risk it but also you know it's it's new to everybody at that point so they don't want to have that on the live and then if they can use it it's content in between fights so they they know what the hell they're doing I don't they don't need me to explain it <laughs> hey so 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 what do you <laughs> yeah, have good. to say
0: to, to to haters like Tyler King I, I posted his comment right here he's saying uh, it's the lowest common denominator not a sport at the end now Tyler's uh yeah ex-NFL superstar and ex-UFC combat veteran. Um, He talks a lot of shit, bro, and he hates on power slap for some reason. I would love to see him get in there and see if he could take a few. I don't know oh, if he could do it, Well, that's the problem
2: man. is is folks like that that instantly start talking shit. If they walked up to that table, they're probably going to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> but, oh, but you know, whatever. There's a reason why we go up there, and I've made more money as a professional athlete and made – uh. A career for myself in such a short time as a professional athlete, because folks like that who you know are high and humble on their mighty their mighty high horse can keep on riding. Because oh, I blatantly don't give a shit. Oh, he needs, um, some, me, Tyler needs some milk. Tyler needs some milk after this. that shit. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Because I'm sure Tyler's <laughs> never gotten stem cells, and I'm sure Tyler's <laughs> never gotten uh, as many uh, or um, many opportunities as I've received from power slap in the short amount of time that they've been around. So let me ask Tyler this: Have you ever been on a video game? The face of the video game that's getting sixty thousand downloads a day? I'm probably, I highly doubt it, Bud. I don't so think you so. can you can come at me with whatever comments, whatever. He's, he's shit been you in want a Madden video
0: game, but I mean that.
2: Was he on the cover of it? Yeah. No, it? no. Did he get, <laughs> Does he get any any sort of recognition for that? No, hell no. Hey buddy, uh, does he have fans across the not just the United States but around the globe? Like you played in the NFL, there's countries who could give two shits and a fuck less about football, buddy. I've had people from I've had people people from every continent hit me up. You know, I'm not one to come out here and start talking smack, but when you come at me sideways from the get-go, I'm not gonna deal with that either. You know, better watch out.
1: (laughs) John Davis is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a bloodbath tonight. Tyler King, you
2: just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no matter what, love, in, uh, you- in, in all seriousness, though, I appreciate your views, Tyler, because I know you've watched my fights and everybody else's, so you've made, raised oh, our numbers. You know what, roof.
0: Tyler's saying he's been <laughs> in
2: about eight video games. Oh, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> That's why, he's in the, that's why he's in the comment section right now and I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he, he started that, not me. I had I had no beef with anybody, but of course he has to come in being insulting off the rip, and I don't play that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and previous to you uh getting into uh power slap, you did you've been training MMA. I know you bought yeah, like I got a higher weight class, right? Middleweight it's kind of you getting things right and that's where you want to compete previously you were light heavyweight correct
2: uh when i first got into power slap i was a heavyweight actually so i that's competed right. okay. yeah i was I, I was, I was yeah. about yeah i was about 220 i went one and one at heavyweight for the qualifying event and the one that i lost like i'm not I don't really care. It's it's the loss that's on my record. It is what it is, but it helped change the rule set once things move forward because I ate three illegal shots to the face and didn't get knocked out by a 265 pounder. So, you know, it's, it's the name of the game. It's, there's a learning curve and they're really, they're really getting down to the nitty gritty with all this stuff on the calls being made, the health and, and concern that's taken for everybody because, you know, it's, as much as people get to see the 1% of the clip that's us up there doing that thing, we are all people too. They do care about us, and they do go out of their way because at the very beginning, they found a guy. He had no idea that he had a brain tumor. and until oh my they God. Done, until they had do the, done the scans on that <laughs> gentleman, he had no clue, and he probably never would have. So, right. you know, not that they saved his life, but they kept him from going in there and competing until he can get that either, you know, I don't think you can compete ever again once you have that happen. So. Mm.
3: Yeah. I believe uh, Dorian did talk about that too. We had Dorian Perez on the show. Amazing yep. guy. All you guys are amazing. Dorian's a blast. I don't know he's he's not on this card, right? Cause I know he didn't take too much damage last time out. I thought he would already had an opponent lined up for the
2: 25th yeah I have to my knowledge, he's not on it, and um, but also, you know, like I said, I don't know, I didn't really get to see much of of what was going on. I was in and out for the promo stuff, so I caught minimal of what's going on, so I'm probably the least informed one right now, unfortunately, I at least you know I know a little bit from trying to keep in contact and uh what Dana's said and whenever I've talked to him or Frank recently.
0: Bro, I got to say, man, I've been a fan of Power Slap from the start. Um, These dudes are clowning on me when I started watching it. Like, why are you watching that? I'm like, dude, it's like (laughs) the best thing on television on a Wednesday night. I'm sitting here with my family, enjoying watching people get the shit slapped out of them. And uh, I I started noticing just like a a bunch of haters online. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun (laughs) trolling these fucking haters. And, and it, it was so fun bro and then it just started catching on and i was like you know what um a lot of people like this man it's it's enjoyable um i i don't know man i i, I haven't missed a single a single show and uh i think a lot of people are on the same boat man power slap's cool the only thing i have beef with is that fucking video game you got too many damn ads and it's oh, just bro. it drives me nuts <laughs>
2: Yes, you're absolutely right on that. But I unfortunately yep. have no I have no say in any of that. I was lucky <laughs> enough. I was lucky enough to end up in it in all reality. You know, I was just talking <laughs> shit earlier because I could and I have a few stats to to note. But other than that, yeah, the ads are crazy. But I will say this, it's it's funny for me at least when you find out like the kids in the neighborhood or you get a message from someone who's like, yeah, my kid's trying to get to your level or my kids come up to me. And of course I'm probably not their favorite fighter in the game, but they're like, dad, I'm trying to beat Wolverine. Finally, I'm trying to get to this. So it's, it's neat to have that kind of stuff happen in in life. especially where I come from, which, you know, a whole lot of expectation was not really there for me from, from the get go. You know? And
0: I think that's what everybody wants, especially, you know, as a father, you you want to leave some kind of legacy for your children, and bro, I mean, this is that's uh, such an awesome, amazing opportunity for you to go out there and and show show your kids, you know what I'm saying? Show your kids that you you reach that level. You know, um, not a lot of people get opportunities like that, so I, I, you know, that's that must be an amazing feeling for you, man.
2: Absolutely, and even if they do get the opportunity, you know they it's, it's on you to take the chance, right? You know, from the very beginning of this, for me, it was all chance. I I didn't have a big background in any way coming from any sort of sport. I was just a regular blue collar working dude from Northeast Ohio who was, I'm just crazy is the best I can explain it. I was just crazy enough to go in there and be like, (laughs) I think I can do this. And obviously I've, I've done well in it. So, and I'd say um, I'm a a rather good ambassador for it because there is a lot of characters, as you all know, and, you know, some shine good light, some, some not so much. And I feel like I've definitely taken the professional aspect in this and really, you know, not just helped myself, but helped make it so that way, like you said, there's a foundation of a legacy for me to put down And also it helps them expand the brand because from the very beginning, you know, like you said, there were people talking mad shit, but that was also because they, it was hard for them to get people to come in and do this. You know, admittedly, I forget how many people they were supposed to have at the original thing, but it was like a quarter of them is who ended up showing up. So if you were, if you were able to get yourself to even just get out there you open five hundred doors for yourself that most people are never even gonna get the chance to know, you know, to to take a whiff at when they're walking down the road.
0: And and I'm the kind of guy, man, that, that likes all sorts of crazy combat shit. I like uh jitsu, I like <laughs> uh you know I like our boys out right there in, in Thailand, uh Fight Circus, um but we've even had the people from Pillow Fight Championship on our on our show. They're crushing um, it. Yeah, yeah you know, are. And I, I, I just, I enjoy that shit. I enjoy the, the the whole aspect of having something different. And a lot, a lot of people want to stray from what they're used to. And I don't know. I like breaking the norm, and it's it's just fun, man. It's a fun sport. You don't you don't got to like it, but if you've never watched it, don't hate on it. If you've never actually sat there and watched it, you know how can you possibly talk shit? And it's the same for like movies or video games or anything in life. Like I don't know, man. If if I haven't experienced it, I'm not really going to say shit about it.
2: Absolutely, everyone has a specific taste for things, whether you like it or not. You know, me personally, my biggest thing is I'm not asking you to watch it. I'm not asking you to like it. I'm asking you to give me the me the chance to explain myself as to why I'm here and why I'm doing it, and and how exactly you know I represent myself and the organization. Other than that. I don't care. You know, like you said, the the haters from the beginning are the same people that said that um, MMA and UFC was just, you know, barbaric and and should never make it and will never go anywhere. It's a global phenomenon, and we've, you know, followed up their numbers because – Of the simple fact that Dana White and everyone at the UFC, you know, the power slap president, Frank, and everyone involved there, they knew what to do. They had, you know, the algorithms figured out. They had the people and the connections around the globe to make this thing so big. Mind you, this is our fifth event coming up. Fifth event coming up. And we're getting more views on a reposted clip in the past couple of weeks than some of these fight organizations have in the entire time they've been open. So, you know, it it is what it is when it comes to the numbers. But like I said, if you're not willing to give us as the people the chance to really talk about it and explain ourselves, then you might as well go talk to a brick wall because I really don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> Bro, I, I got to say that I, I think a lot of the, uh, the um, people that came over to the dark side so to speak um were kind of brought over by uh michael bisping I and mean, just the way he showed his enthusiasm watching the, the show that was that just added a whole new kick and spice to it um that that was i think probably my favorite thing about it was listening to him react uh to you know it was it was so fucking hilarious bro it was so hilarious uh michael bisping sold the shit out of it. He truly enjoys it. And then a lot of people just started watching it because of him um and because of the shit they were seeing. It just I don't know, man. It was just a um there was a lot of good chemistry going into that that first season, man. It was great.
2: Yeah, I absolutely agree, especially with you know with Biz, Bing, Dan Healy and Charlie, all of them coming together as such a, you know, they they're all well-known in their own areas of expertise before any of this happened already anyway. So it was definitely a gamble, you know, I will say on their part to, to want to go out and again, take the chance to be the people that are talking for us because they're the ones telling our stories as we're walking out. They're the ones giving the description as you're battling through the, the craziness that is what happens when you meet up there at the table, you know? Um, and and I myself personally, I really had to come to the realization after I'd spent almost 10 minutes talking to Bisping up at the table one day <laughs> before the one event that that's who that's who I had just spent 10 minutes. And I mean, he's taking notes. He's doing his thing. He's taking it so seriously and really putting effort into making sure that he's doing his job well and representing all of us properly. And it was it was definitely an eye opening experience to to say the least of you know someone of his caliber uh of in the in the combat sports world that really gave that much of a shit compared to what everybody and anybody else could have had to say like i was i was sold before that but it was definitely one of those moments that i'll hold on to forever
0: exactly i was sold before that man and he just he just made it that much better um fucking michael bisping dude he's awesome
1: he is,
3: he's such a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, having too, you guys on. Uh, you know, go, go ahead. David. i going to say, having you guys on, like, like since the inception, you know, what I mean, we've had tons of. We had Robert and uh, Travis Aragon, were our first guests, and uh, they all said the same thing, just like you're saying. It's, uh, it's us out there. We're Fightbook MMA. We cover everything combat sports related, and from the beginning, I just knew, you know, we had to get you guys on, tell your story on our podcast, which is. You know we're uncut. We do our thing. We do these shows live, but uh, but yeah, telling your story though, having you on, John, and just yeah, man, let the haters hate. Power Slap Five is gonna be a big deal, and I want to get to that. You will be rematching Aziel Rodriguez. We have yes. we invited Aziel on the show before, right, Rudy? Yeah, man. Yeah, he kind of punked out.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that's all right, man. We still but, got love uh, for you, bro. Too, <laughs> Yes. Before Aziel, though, your last fight, though, Leslie, like I know uh, strange circumstances, you had an injury. uh, Robert was in your corner, right? Yes. We've seen yeah, stuff like that happen. And uh, you finished the fight, man. You went out there, showed your toughness and just like being ready in that moment, defending the title. Somewhat controversial clubbing. I think there could have been clubbing called on two different separate occasions besides the foul that he was called on. Right.
2: Yeah, there was a multitude of calls on both sides, honestly, by the end of that one, because, you know, not that I'm looking for excuses by any means. But people have gone up there and, you know, hurt their hand and said, I can't continue and stuff. So oh, like, I, I, I put, I don't, we I put, don't put my you fucking, put my fucking shoulder back into place <laughs> and kept going. And at the fifth round, I threw the right hand again because shout out to the drunk guy in the crowd wearing a leopard coat, holding his beard in the air. If not for <laughs> that guy, that's... <laughs> I'm straight hillbilly redneck to the core no matter what. he, It was a hold my beer moment because he's going, throw the right. Throw the right. And I was like, you can, if you watch the full fight back, you see me smile for a second. And I kind of like – I was like, yeah, whatever happens, happens. Granted, I had a stepping violation in that one, and it really – I got yelled at by Dana afterwards because he goes, "Why'd you throw the right again? You were up on points." And I just looked at him and went, ah, "I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> winging it, you know." But it was one of those things where I spent more time convincing the doctor that I was all right, and and convincing the referee that I could continue than I actually did fighting Wesley because Wesley and I knew. Back in the actual TV show that was on TBS, when him and I were in the house together, we expected to fight each other for the title originally. And, you know, unfortunately for him, he had uh, some losses and some injuries to deal with that kind of put him not where he wanted to be through the house. And luckily, we were able to meet. But again, unfortunately, things went the way they did. Uh, You know, on his side, I get... I mean he he definitely feels a little bit robbed and I can understand how he could feel that way, but you know, he knows I'm gonna say this that you can't call it a robbery when you drop the bag on the way out the bank, man. Like I, oh. I thought I honestly thought it was over once I hurt myself because you know I'm not that my left hand wasn't working as just once we you know if anybody's ever dislocated a fucking joint that shit hurts like hell so when you put it back in on your own and continue to fight through that like my my the pain wasn't from getting hit in the face, the pain I was feeling was in my arm and you know radiating throughout my body. Yeah. So there was so mm. many factors that played into that. Again, I'm not having any excuses. It could have gone either way because they even asked me afterwards because once they wrapped that belt around me, I did one of these numbers. Like, <laughs> holy shit, I'm still here and I'll take it. But it definitely, you know, first time going five rounds. So that was a, a lot of learning lessons that I had to deal with with on top of fighting through an injury you know i need to make sure that my left hand is even more capable than it was and you know next time there's a drunk guy yelling at me in the crowd he probably doesn't have the best advice
0: bro you know when you did this little number i was like this dude just looked like the uh the redneck Bilal muhammad <laughs> i'm gonna call you Balam mcdonald
2: oh <laughs> i did grow up on an ostrich farm so that would yeah i worked on an ostrich farm in. i worked oh, on yeah. an ostrich
0: farm oh then those, you're lucky
2: you're still alive those fucking raptors yeah
0: those are fucking mean animals man their eggs are huge <laughs> they they would feed all the farm hands with eggs yep they were uh, delicious but yeah. those things were the
2: devil <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't fuck with the ostriches don't try to ride them just don't do that
2: We used to hop the fence and then throw a rock by him and then see who could wait longer to hop back over. So I've been been an adrenaline junkie since I was in single-digit ages. So if that doesn't (laughs) explain how I ended up here, then I don't know what will.
4: (laughs) So
0: what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Say something, David. Can you hear us?
3: Yeah, I can okay. hear you guys. Sorry, it's, it cut out for just a second. I wasn't sure if you guys would hear me. But, yeah, no, uh, John, back to your opponent, October 25th, the rematch for the belt. Of course, last time it only took one shot. What's it going to look like this time?
2: Um, You know, I always say I'm preparing for five rounds every time, no matter what, because you never know what's going to happen up there. I would love to do the same thing again. You know, I hopefully this time, because a lot of people forget about that one, is he got to hit me first. So I, I ate that I ate that first shot, was very happy that you know it went the way it did, and then came back through and I surprised everybody. And not, you know, and not just including him, but myself and everybody else in there because he he went out, he hit his head off the table. And then that kind of almost woke him back up because he was definitely unconscious for a quick clip and had a hard time getting back up. And it was the referee's, I you know, I, I would say discretion and good call to stop because – I don't think people need to keep going and put trying, you know, if you're that messed up where the ref needs to call it right away, then I don't think you should have to wait that long and try and go back up there. But again, it was, you know, I ate one, I gave him one, I slept him and that was how I won the title. And that's, I would love to absolutely do that again, but I'm not going to put, you know, any doubt on his name because I know I'm his only loss. And, That definitely will will you know grind somebody's gears to the point of madness. Where I hope he's working hard. You know, if he goes up there and knocks me out, more props to him, dude. Like I've been smacked with illegal hits so many times, and if you can land a clean one and put me to sleep, bro, try and carry this weight as the champion is what I have to say because (laughs) it is not as easy as it sounds, especially once you do get an injury and you're not able to to go fight. At least I got to coach the third event you know so if people were gonna talk shit at least i was there but the fourth one i wasn't there to be able to defend myself in any way shape or form so that's probably what bugged me the most you know but um again we're like back to your point if i can one and done it all day baby i'll take that fat bag of cash look over and tell them where's my bonus at this time so that's that would be the exactly what i want to happen yeah, seeing like what you said about him
3: hitting the table, it's kind of like in an MMA fight. If somebody gets caught with something big, they get hit again and instantly wakes them up. Or if they hit the mat, we've seen it happen a couple times in a few. So, uh, but, yeah, that was brutal. I mean, I know, like you said, you want to go out there, showcase the uh, same performance. Uh, did they, in fact, uh, what did they do for the performance bonuses for you guys? Is, have they increased? I know Dana White said uh, Tuesday night contender series uh, conference the other night there'll be more cameras at Power Spot 5 than they're like in the NFL, so they're ramping things up on all levels.
2: Yeah, I I don't personally know um, what all they're doing bonus-wise. I know for the most part, everyone's gotten paid more than they were supposed to. And then when it comes to the bonuses, you know, you're there's – I don't know how many people have received bonuses so far, how, how much, you know, I don't really remember or know what everyone got because unfortunately I didn't get one. So that's why this time I'm not <laughs> going to leave any room for error. I would gladly call for it because that's usually not my forte. But at this point, I I need that and I want that. But it's it's yeah. crazy to see, again, the growth, not just in viewership and people actually who enjoy it, but the fact of how much people like people can you can make a living doing this you can make a living do imagine going up throwing one slap making half of what you normally would make in a year so that way you've got a half a year's pay sitting there and and waiting for you like yeah, you, you it takes you less than 60 seconds and you just what's what you're going to you know work 6 months to make why would you not want to go out there and try bro well, yeah, yeah. True. We always tell Very we always true. tell our, our yeah, Canadian true.
1: friend over there, Mark, to get up there and do some power
3: slapping. <laughs> yeah, Mark would be a <laughs> super heavyweight, of course. So he'd be like, definitely. Super you know what, not heavyweight. Anymore, used be. to do it
0: back in the day in your WWF days,
3: Sergeant <laughs> <in> Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I think uh John, along the, like the lines of bonuses, I think Dana White had said it were to increase from ten to fifteen K or so, like you said, I mean, last time around. But he keep like I always I'm watching the pressers, uh post UFC. The media is of course asking questions about power slap at an MMA conference, you know. What I mean, so that goes to show you I mean media that, I I know it's like an invite only deal now, but should eventually like, you know, like um what was Dorian was saying you know, there or even uh Phillips was saying they're inviting like there's uh, celebrities and people are wanting to go and check these events out. And, I mean, the Apex, it's kind of pricey to even go see a UFC show, but Power Slap is definitely exclusive. Hopefully uh, Fightbook MMA is become as exclusive and goes and covers the show. I would love to see uh, it live in person, definitely, man.
2: And that's Both one show. thing that the reason why these influencers, you know, there was a, a buku amount of, you know, famous people there at the first one. So that was really the, the, the uh, first layer and building blocks of getting the rest of these people in because when you're there, again, I'm sure everyone has heard this, it is so much different to be there live in person. I've been lucky enough to coach one where I got to sit there and watch all the fights go through. You know, As, as the competitor, I normally have to sit in the back Watch them on TV. I'm back there pacing around like a psycho because I don't. I have to. I have to wait till the end to go out there and compete anyway. So I'm, you know, I'm yelling at the TV about shit that probably doesn't even matter, watching other people's fights. But that's just because I have nothing else to do. But to be there live in in the arena when it's going on, man. It's it's a whole a whole other experience, and like you said, the people that do get it, you know, Don Fry was there when I got to coach. Um, oh yeah, I oh this, yeah. yeah. We I we like to call it him
0: Sean Strickland. He's Sean Strickland's dad.
2: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can see that. Um. You know, the the busting with the Boys guys that are, were there. Uh, Nina, she's always... Promo- you know, that poor girl takes more shit from the whole web than anybody, and she just keeps on trucking along, doing her thing, and, you know, helping us out, and also the UFC stuff. So, you know, uh, Cowboy Cerrone was there when I was coaching. I just saw today that his new race truck has Power Slap logos all over it. So, they're really they invite the people in to give them that little taste and now they're all hooked on it and they all really, It's like cocaine. Really love love it. Yes, but better because that got <laughs> some people that might have got some people in trouble.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that was a couple of people. Uh, huh? you, yeah.
3: Well, those suspensions are up though now we know, you know, we, we got somewhat of an idea of the entire card. Of course, you're on the main event. Uh first You're the first Title fight on the the main card, right?
2: Is I believe that the way so. it's set up, I at know? least at least to my okay. knowledge, yes. Okay,
3: and they've been doing a fantastic job with just promotion. The poster, we're very critical of poster on this show when we do mm-hmm. our fight breakdowns. We're always looking at a poster. It kind of just like you know for the fans or people, it, what that's what you're gonna get. You know, is the, is the poster. So Power Slap, I like the job that they've been doing. Probably a little bit better than the UFC posters. So, but. But the photo shoot, though, is there anything you could share with us that uh, happened in between? I know, like you said, you were hanging with Canelo's barber, and, uh, you know, they're giving you the VIP treatment. Was there anything else? Did they invite you to go to the Canelo fight or anything like that? Or,
2: uh, No, they didn't. But that was more so because they had reached out beforehand, you know, saying, hey, bud, if you're ever down here, let us know. And I knew that I had a yep. very short window of time. So, like, I landed early yep. afternoon – got a shower, got something to eat, <clears throat> excuse me. And then by the time I got cleaned up and ready to go, went and got my hair cut. And, you know, it, to me, it was just going to be, you know, they lined me up and then did the design that I like to have on the side of my head for the promo stuff. And then they just kept doing, you know, it was this next thing. And, well, we got this going on and we got this coming for you. And it was it was a real treat because I didn't expect any of that. You know, I'm, I'm, to me, I'm nobody. I'm just a regular dude. I'm not out here, you know, Flat. I don't wear the belt when I'm going into the store and shit like that, even Gee. though I probably should, you know, I would. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it <laughs> would it probably it. be a great promo promo. I'd be going around everywhere. everywhere. Do you know who I am? Do
3: you know who the
0: fuck I am? You better, Hold you on. better hurry up with them nuggets, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but the i can i can tell you this much that (laughs) they definitely raised the production value tenfold oh yeah man because i you know again so grateful for the power slap team and the media team because i walk in and i'm looking at the screens and i'm like baby it says something baby machine and i'm talking to someone so i didn't really recognize what was going on at first they had made a whole thing for me, and because they knew the baby was coming, it said, "Welcome, baby machine," and they had like a little <laughs> clock with a binky that had like a steam roller engine, oh. it was a whole working mechanism wow, and, and they had little treats for me and stuff, so it was you know it was like a miniature party because they they are family as as much as you know it's not like i'm with them twenty. just call I it what it is bro
0: just call it what it is it's okay we're not gonna make fun of you it was a it was baby a, it shower was, yeah
4: yeah it was
3: dope <laughs> <as far. laughs> there you go yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, john, john you're out there in ohio brian uh philip said you're a brother uh, you guys are brothers you know from another mother but do you, in fact, have ever got any training done over at the Strong Style? I know Ryan's out there training with Stipe, and he's right there in the trenches, you know, big-time heavyweight championship fight on deck. Have you ever had any uh, meetups with Stipe or any of his team?
2: Uh, not Stipe, no. I was there the one time with Ryan. I got to meet the head coach there and amongst, you know, a bunch of other – a couple of fighters and a couple of the trainers the one day we did – I forget. I think it was a news outlet that came up there and I went up with Ryan and kind of, you know, teamed up and we did a few things together. But other than that, I haven't got to meet anybody else up there, but that facility was great, you know. It was probably probably the biggest gym that I've been in because the gym that I train at in Alliance, Ohio, Next Level Alliance, shout out to them. It's more it's a smaller gym cuz they're like a sister gym to one in um Oh, where the hell is it at? It's like an hour from here. I can't think of it right now. But, uh, you know, it's a, a smaller one, which I really enjoy because I'm lucky enough that working in town where I could stop at the gym in the morning and go get a workout in before I went to work. And of course, they have all their classes for, you know, the kids classes, the jujitsu and the Muay Thai and anything else. You know, shout out to my instructors there because they're all great people. Very, very family oriented, family friendly place that really, you know, I hold near and dear forever, even if I move out of Ohio. So, you know, shout out to them for giving me a spot to because, you know, a, a lot of gyms probably could have been like, you're doing what? No, get the hell out of here. But any, <laughs> any of the any of the places that, like I said, were willing to give us the opportunity to make that our home uh, more, more power to them. And I appreciate them all wholeheartedly. Also,
3: tell me you're going to be walking out to some crazy bone here in a couple of weeks, right? Ugh. You heard the news about crazy bone. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah, I did. R.I.P. Oh. crazy bone, dog. Mm.
0: Let's go to our next segment, boys. Yeah, it's from Ohio.
1: Inside the
3: cage news. All right. Damn. It's that time of the show. Where we talk outside the cage news. And sometimes it has stuff to do very outside the cage. We'll get there. Okay. Starting with this topic that we've heard today breaking news. We always do this show on Thursday because, in fact, the news usually happens on Thursday. <laughs> right. Dylan Dennis is out against Logan Paul. We said from the beginning on this show he wouldn't make the fight. Mm-hmm. Mike Perry is stepping in to fight Logan Paul. I don't know bro I don't know
0: man he's he's still talking shit online saying that he's uh he's gonna be there to fight and to calm down look i'll i'll share I'll share my screen with you originally Mike Perry had come out and said uh you know that he's gonna be there it's happening, and um Dylan Dannis posted this shit. I'll be there fight night, everyone can calm down so who knows, man? Who fucking knows at this point? I'm not gonna believe anything until it happens.
3: <laughs> I, I think don't in care fact this it, point it, now. I, I really mean, don't give a
5: fuck anymore. Like it's to the point where I just don't even care about the fight.
3: What? I mean, I've heard uh, Dylan, Dylan Dennis was on a podcast. I forget there. It's like a bunch of comedians. It's a real good podcast. He was on there like a three hour show and talking about you know how everything the build up. He was gonna. And then he had Mike Perry going on uh Instagram saying that, you know, he's already booking a flight. Of course the fights yep. in the in the UK or so, so we had to make arrangements to get out there, even as an alternate. But I believe in fact that, you know, when it comes to fight night, Mike Perry's gonna step in there, he's gonna make a good payday and I don't know, I think it's a dangerous fight, right, John? Like that Mike Perry is a, a pretty bad dude Mike and Logan Perry. Paul, I mean <laughs>
2: Mike Perry is a different kind of animal, especially Mm -hmm. with that bear. I mean, for Logan Paul, you need to go back and watch him break Luke Rockhold's teeth out of his mouth because it was was a whole nother story for Luke Rockhold until he's going, (laughs) holy shit, my mouth is completely messed up. So... Mm -hmm. You know, granted, you'll have gloves on this time, but that doesn't mean anything to Mike Perry. He wants to break your hand with his head. He does not (laughs) care. That dude is an absolute animal and anyone going in there against him, especially, you know, Logan Paul at this point, because not that I'm trying to talk shit, but he doesn't have that many fights. Like he hasn't proven himself in the way Mike Perry has. I don't know, man. Um...
0: Mike Mike Perry's he's he's awesome and all but I think with boxing gloves he gets slows down. You know, he might he might be get a little gassed. That dude that dude's a, hands down a, built and made for fucking bare knuckle. Um but Logan, man, I I I don't know, man. I'm not going to discount him. I think he he stands a chance, bro. I think he's got better cardio than than Mike Perry in a boxing match. He might actually be able to Come off with a decision win. I doubt he would knock his ass out, but I'm rooting for Mike Perry. I, I think if he's going to win, he's going to knock the motherfucker out. But
5: oh yeah,
0: yeah, the dude's is juiced to the fucking gills,
3: man. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from the beginning, I mean, Rob said it from the beginning. So Rob, right now, does the fight happen or not? No. Dylan Dance. Does he?
1: Show? Nope. Nope. It's not going to happen, too We've been saying this for the longest time. Exactly exactly that's the face that we have that's my
0: my reaction bro is this gonna happen he's not even until he sees
1: it yeah we've been saying this since the beginning since the since day one that this fight was booked we Mm -hmm. said it is not gonna happen it doesn't matter how much money is on the line no, you guys happen. said that shit. Yeah. I said it's going to happen. Well, I still yeah. well, it's going to happen. Me and David, David said it. We've always we've been you know,
0: saying that it it's not going to happen. I think Dylan Danish like, look, is, is the type of asshole that's going to be like, you know what? He's going to he's gonna show up and walk all the way up to the fucking ring, get one foot in and one foot out,
4: <laughs> and <then
0: he's, laughs> just ruin the whole fucking thing for everybody. You like he's that, he's, he's that type of fucking motherfucker. Dude, oh, he and, is. He and is. bro, I'm all for it. I would love hey, to see bro. that shit. I would crack <laughs> up. I would crack up. And I, and I bet you, Mike Perry <laughs> would be there. And they and it, they'd make some. It it would be huge. Just imagine that, bro. If he if he did that shit and they're like, Hey, Mike Perry, we need you to go and suit up right now, you know, and, and fucking wrap your hands. Fuck he would no, fucking dude. do he'll it. His, and it.
1: He'll rip his shirt off and then exactly, put the gloves on. That's what on, I'm saying. And
0: he would put the gloves <laughs> on. And it would be like the <laughs> biggest fucking spectacle anybody's seen in, in oh, like yeah, know, you know what I'm saying? Just think of that. Just think of that. That that's like WWE <laughs> type epic oh yeah that's for sure very
2: true very true i agree with you on that
0: he's a troll he's the biggest fucking troll what makes you think that he would not show up and troll these guys and say you know what fuck these dudes man i don't care if i don't get paid my the deal was for me to show up i showed up and guess what i'm out bitch hey
3: you're talking WWE. I one up. He, really, he comes down like steam from the rafters. You know what I mean. And goes in there and lights up Logan Paul. You know. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! Pulls a fucking chair out of the mat. But from one, uh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. <laughs> but from one Paul brother, one Paul brother to another, we have Jake Paul, of course, and um, apparently he has a fight book, and apparently it's Uriah Hall. What do you guys think of that man? Oh, garbage. Dude. Oh, Jesus well, me, Christ. Hall's biggest payday, that's for sure. It's Hall's biggest payday of
5: his career ever.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. Hall's no first kick. It's about
5: the money. It's a boxing box. match.
0: You know, Hall's got kicked, yeah, but it's a boxing match. So, eh. who, who did he fight? He fought somebody yeah. recently boxing, and he, he looked horrible. Yeah, he did. I don't
4: remember he who. who no, he was. Fought he's going to fucking
0: uh, knock him out.
3: No, Uriah Hall boxed uh knock uh, him out. Former, oh, uh, man, bro. <laughs> I can't remember who it, it's a, he's a former NFL running back, but he was like a he trained a lot of boxing. That's right. Training, that fight NFL. was so oh.
0: shitty, bro. It was it was so was dumb. It, um, Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's it.
3: That's who it was. It was that Le'Veon was Bell, that's who it was. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting uh, knocked Jake out. Felt, God, you know what I mean? Horrible. We got to get our dose of the Paul brothers before the years out. That's why I wanted to mention uh, Jake Paul, uh, apparently December 9th is the date, and you know Uriah Hall is going to show up to make that bag. So, uh, But another Jake in a certain situation, Mr. Jake Shields, apparently has an arrest warrant issued for him for yep. the, the thing that happened with for Mike For the Jackson brutal Jackson, bitch, the bitch slapping
0: of Mike the truth. You're f- yeah, nothing. You're farthest thing from the truth, Jackson. You dumbass!
5: No. Good luck trying to cuff his ass, man. You're He's a dumbass bitch. <laughs> Swarming, they're not gonna be able to cuff him.
0: Mike Jackson is is the dumbest oh, motherfucker yeah. alive, bro. Oh god, I can't stand that guy.
1: Dude, and I, and when I lived in Houston, that's all everybody would talk about. Oh, Mike Perry, or or not Mike Perry, Mike Perry, Mike Jackson. Oh. No. <laughs> Mike Jackson, he's the truth. He, he knows what he's doing. He's a good reporter. Bro, have you seen his fucking blogs? They're like two paragraphs reporting oh, for a whole event. Yeah. And then he wants to come out here and say that he's a UFC bet. Mike it's Jackson. True.
4: Man,
0: you are one pathetic loser.
1: Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, we we didn't see that coming, but we kind of did see that coming. It's pretty horrible. But, yeah, that happened, what, in the summertime? And then now, apparently. Yeah, he was talking talking all
0: that shit, bro. And then they end up being at the same gym. And he's like, all right, you want to talk shit? Talk shit now. And he just stood there, and he took him down, and he was just smacking him around, bro. And this guy wants to be a little bitch. and
1: He was, he was, he was. Feeling the power slap, and he was yeah. slapping the <laughs> shit out you of Should him. have
0: slapped the
3: shit out of that dude. <laughs> oh, you know what? Too we have. I mean, John, what is your opinion? I know you've seen it, the Tiger Fighting Championship. The Did what, you see that? JT Tilly posted it on Instagram. The right what? Now. JT Tilly
2: posted the tire fighting championship on his. Uh, oh, the tire fighting! Base.
3: Did you catch that?
2: No, I haven't seen that one yet. Is that where? You, <laughs> I don't know if you have that. Are you standing in a tire and beating yes. each other? I mean, that's, yes, that's that's for training for the most part, but
1: but it's going to be a sport
2: now. I mean, wow. I, yeah, I I don't know. I I missed that one, but I wouldn't uh, be opposed to it. You know, it sounds like a good time, but also <laughs> it's it's one thing because there are a lot of these, you know networks that are picking a lot of this stuff up they just need stuff to put on there you know mm-hmm. and if you're lucky enough to to make it and it actually works great a lot of this stuff is gonna go you know like i said i took a gamble on what i'm doing a lot of this stuff's a gamble for people on whether or not it's going to pan out and be a long-term kind of deal yeah like
3: foam yeah. booth fighting yeah and apparently the way you- yeah, but tire fighting, though, the way you win the bout is, like, you got to stuff your opponent, like, halfway in the tire, and the more you can do that, I mean, of course, it's jiu wrestling combined. That's pig and, wrestling
2: where from. Yeah, me. Mark. You take, the, uh, you take the pig and you stick it in the barrel. That's pig wrestling, bro. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't nothing new. <laughs>
3: That's right. Man. No, it's, uh, I don't know, I thought you had it queued up, Rudy, but still, like, if you get a chance, JT clearly did it. post it on his Facebook page and, and Instagram, but, um. But yeah, from tire fighting to well, did you guys hear the news of uh, Derek Brunson going to PFL? Yeah, you know he retired, retired from the UFC. And
1: Dude, now that, guy's, that guy's that guy's always retiring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, built like an action figure. Well,
2: <laughs> ain't that the truth? <laughs>
3: PFL, they do need anybody they can get. PFL, that that I mean, yeah. they need to build up that roster. That's kind of yeah, they do. They had some unfortunate setbacks. You know. huh? Yeah. They, were, um, they were
0: they were like rumored to, Evans, yeah,
3: to be buying
0: bellator like last week right? and then the deal fell through it yeah. didn't happen um it was like talk of the town all last week um that they were going to buy him, and then just last minute they pulled the plug so they were going to purchase bellator and they didn't so it's kind of weird
3: i love dana white's uh, quote when asked about bellator and he's like why on earth would anyone want to buy bellator so, <laughs> <you know. laughs> but uh Dana White, you know what I mean. But uh speaking of Bellator, Kane Velasquez will be cornering uh Uzman and Magomero Olay. <laughs> so apparently Kane, you know, of course the event the event is in California, so it's taking place in San Diego and uh we'll see Kane back in the corner of his AKA teammate. Uh, as a coaching role in his, uh, for Uzman Nurmagomedov, who is an absolute savage. I mean, that guy is I – mean, if you, your last name is Nurmagomedov, you got to be a savage out there. But the game, if you, you know train I mean? with
0: Cain Velasquez, you're officially a Mexican.
4: <laughs>
0: Bienvenidos a Estados
3: Unidos, Nurmagomedov. <laughs> Uh, Rudy I don't know if he had it queued up too Very proper for outside the cage news is. Uh, did you see TJ Dillashaw's new look TJ Dildo jaw? No. He can't wash his hair that's why
2: he shaved it <laughs> Shaved his head all the way off <laughs> Yeah I've cause he can't that. wash yeah. his hair yeah.
3: yeah he had a full, Yeah he had he a shoulder replacement And he can't like shower or anything Yeah, yeah. so he, asked, he just decided to Oh shit shave his head And he kind of looks like um... Josh Emmett <laughs> Or Josh he Berkman can't...
0: No, he looks like Matt fucking Hamill, bro. I'm Matt Hamill. I destroy oh you, John Jones. I know <laughs> you. Uh, John, well, I think I he kind good. of looks like you. I'm the
5: I'm I'm only, I'm
4: I'm only, only, only man. I'm the only
1: man. I'm the only man. I'm the only man. I'm the only man to numb John Jones. I'm the only man to mean John Jones. You <laughs> never knew I ain't beat you, John Jones. <laughs>
2: Look at Roberto. He can't even fucking keep it together, bro. <laughs> he had to dip out. <laughs> hey,
3: speaking of,
0: um, he he loves he loves my fucking Jones, my impression yeah. of him.
3: Mahamu, Mahamu. Yes. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> hey, but speaking of speaking of John Jones, so John Jones just showed uh, that he's been training with Gordon Ryan. And approaching that fight with Stipe as a heavy, you know, heavy in the grappling. And I think he pinned something to his Twitter saying Stipe is preparing for a boxing match. But what do you guys think? Like John Jones, man, like, can never count the guy out. And like, Stipe, he's a savage at wrestling. We've seen what he did to Nganu. Mm-hmm. But man, Gordon Ryan's still looking back. He looks like he's back in peak condition again. Well,
1: he's yeah.
3: That's what happens to you, Tim right, man? Hey, and, I, and I'm all for it, bro.
0: I love the uh, the the roided Vitor fucking era, dude. Oh, dude! Did you
1: see... let him yeah, move he... me up? Let him juice up, Dana. <laughs> did you see Dos <laughs> or Dos Santos <laughs> lately, Junior Dos Santos? Oh,
3: Junior, he's normal. shredded. He's
1: normal.
2: Normal my he, ass.
1: He's normal. He he looks.
2: All I gotta say is those dudes are lucky they don't gotta do with you soda anymore because I'm still pissing <laughs> in that cup. And believe me, if if I could if I could get away with it, that would be great. But unfortunately, right? I can't. I'm sitting here drinking my protein shake, hoping that it helps.
0: <laughs> hey, pro tip: use your lady's
2: piss. <laughs> Why? So they can be like, "We didn't know you were just pregnant. Right? Like <laughs> you, just, you just had a baby." Yeah. <laughs> Be like, of course I did. Who do you think you're talking to?
0: Said we got breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Power slaps first trans fighter.
4: <laughs> oh my
3: god! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Dude.
4: So
3: and uh, what's the uh, to close out the outside the cage news? I want to mention a few fight bookings too. Uh, hey, what about, about the, the three-legged legged bear, bro? Three-legged bear. What about, bear, about the bro? dog? What about oh, the dog? Yeah. Wait, never mind. Ow! No! The three-legged bear. What's his name, Rudy? I don't remember. We mentioned him on the show before. He keeps giving us news Hmm? and surfacing to the news again. I don't remember his name. What was his name, Rudy? I don't remember his name.
1: I don't remember him. You can't remember (laughs) his name. (laughs)
3: Fuck off. Apparently, there's a three-legged bear that keeps robbing people's raiding people's fridges and like i've <laughs> been talking about bears for like four or five weeks like it keeps happening so shout out to that three-legged bear for this time he wasn't drinking white claws he just raided a fridge or broke into somebody's house so. yogi's still out it
0: folks that wasn't that interesting,
3: bro. You know what is fucking
0: interesting? It's that time, folks, for one Lizzo Minute. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> so we take we take one minute out of uh, every once in a while on the wow. to talk about Lizzo. Lizzo's in the fucking oh. news. And the only reason we're talking about her because it's MMA-related, she yeah. is apparently dating new monster Joaquin Buckley. We've reached out to Joaquin Buckley for a comment, and he said, fuck off.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I don't know if that's like uh yeah, I would never date in a million years or my personal life is off limits, but it's reported that he's dating all of Lizzo.
4: Well maybe he's like training
5: for an MMA career. You never know. Yeah, maybe oh, he's man, Buckley's,
2: Buckley's my guy too. He's the first one that they pan the camera to when I pop my shit out, and he was like, That boy's got some heart. I can't I can't even know. I'm gonna say he just said no comment. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> That that bear's name, out of all the names that can think of, it's Lizzo.
3: tripod. Oh, they're using Lizzo, bro. <laughs> That's Lizzo. right, it is tripod. But uh, yeah, shout out to tripod. You continue to give us the bear news that we need, that we crave, and um, just stop drinking white claws. Though drink. Uh, Miller Lite or like something, right? Or Heineken. Or- just
0: no, no Bud Light, please. Like- no Bud Light. Ah.
3: <laughs> yeah, no Bud
0: Light. <laughs> you get shot one of those. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we don't want to see Kid Rock put a bunch of holes in you. And just don't do it. It's not, <laughs> it's not good, Bear. <laughs> oh, shit. Animal
3: related, it- we've been talking about bears and dogs, but apparently there was a dog in Slovakia that was behind the wheel of a car that was speeding down the highway. What the fuck happened? (laughs) What the fuck is this shit you find, dude? I don't know, man. Outside the cage news, you
1: know. Outside the cage news is very proper.
2: proper, Wow. uh, This is just really out there, though. Talk about the things that that matter. That's all because we invited them over to our fire hundreds of years ago. Now they're stealing our damn cars. This is people's fault for doing this. Exactly,
3: dude. (laughs) <laughs> on a on a sad note to goes out outside the Cage News. I know uh Mark, you're a longtime Bears fan. The Bears are playing the Commanders right now. Yeah. RIP to one of the all-time legends, one of the hardest, like most feared players ever play the game. Dick Butkus passed away at 80 years old. And man, if you ever just go and look up Dick Butkus in his heyday, like he he had no knees like towards the end of his career nobody could stop him and like he would literally have half the opposing team right. the players in like the training room at halftime he was such a bruiser you know what i mean so i hate to just, amazing stuff and i think uh that's what i was
0: saying. say i, I hate to, to to ruin this fucking mood but when i was a kid growing up when i was a kid growing up that was like the funniest fucking name <laughs> i'd be like what 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 was his name? Dick Buttkiss. What? Say that again. <laughs> fuck
2: that off. shit would always
0: make me... It would make me giggle, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's, That's why he had to be so peace. great.
2: He had no choice. <laughs> he had no That's choice, right? bro.
0: With a name like Dick Buttkiss, or like, Dick Buttkiss, what the fuck are you going to do in your life? <laughs> you know? Like, what? I, imagine being called Average, Dick yeah. Buttkiss, bro. Imagine... And just yeah. imagine that. Imagine being a little kid going through life with a name Dick Buttkiss. I'd be like, you just call me Richard, not nah,
3: Dick. <laughs> i call you Dick. Well, <laughs> it's funny. But he grew up then and not now. If he grew up now, then it'd be different, a whole lot different. But then he was an absolute savage on the field. He would hit people like he wanted to put them in the fucking cemetery. And yeah, the guy was amazing, man. But one of the all time greats. Never uh, was on like many winning teams, but. I don't know if your jersey mark is Dick Butkiss and I don't That's know. He's got a collection over there of all the grades, but yeah. RIP Dick Butkiss, uh super. Yeah. Hopefully the Bears pull out the win. Not watching football, but we'll figure out. I mean, are they winning, Mark? I don't know if you're keeping tabs. Yeah, we're thinking,
5: winning 10-0 right? nothing before I points. got in the lobby. So hopefully they're still winning or at least doing better than they were the other day. So, so we'll ladies and right. gentlemen, right. boys and girls.
0: It's time we're gonna break down this weekend's event. But before we do that, um, yes, let's take a look at that shitty poster.
1: Oh my god, bro! That poster is fucking dude, ridiculous.
0: I fucking hate it,
1: dude. It sucks ass.
3: <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I, I don't know. It's all right. It's all right. It's not Damn, warm.
2: I don't like it. I don't it kinda, either.
3: Kind of looks it like the. Um, it kind of reminds me of the. Go ahead,
2: John. It kind of looks like a, a Marvel or like the Hulk uh, movie preview. I'll say that much because I I know those people that probably made it and they're good funds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're pretty hardcore on grading yeah. these posters, bro. Yeah, because you know, you we've, know what? It we've caught them slipping a couple times, man.
3: You no, know, you know what it looks like is the buckets from McDonald's for uh, Halloween that you get.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> kind of... the new ones too, because I went to get my kids some, and they're all janky. They're nothing like the ones from back in the day. So yeah, yeah. I, can, I can give you that. Mike. No, no, but...
0: everything sucks. Yeah, the nowadays. old cool ones
3: are classic, and yeah, those things are probably worth like a fortune now or something. I don't know where the old like '90s buckets are yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we have uh, UC Vegas Fight Night 80, right, Rob? And uh, yep. taking place at the UFC Apex, where you will be in a few weeks, John, defending that title. Uh, we have 11 MMA bouts. Uh, hopefully they all do, in fact, stay intact. They all got to meet the scale before they step foot in the cage. And starting from from the bottom, uh, we have uh, women's flyweight action, Montana, De La Rosa, taking on J.J. Aldrich. They are very close in ranking. Montana's 25. Aldrich is 27. Uh, I'd have to say, Montana's got to be somewhat of a slight favorite, right, Rudy? You got the odds out there, right? Yeah, well,
0: actually, it's dead even, man. 110 minus 110. Montana Dolorosa's is coming off a, a two fight losing streak. Uh, Tatiana Suarez by submission. Macy Barber, unanimous decision. JJ Aldrich, she's coming off a fight uh, against Na Liang. Um, she beat her ass, ground and pound. And she lost. Two in a row to Ariana Lipsky and Aaron Blanchfield before that, she was kind of on a tear. Man, um, I don't know, man. I think this is Montana de la Rosa's last fight. I know a lot of people, she's a favorite. Well, actually, not anymore. She's not the favorite on Tapology. Aldrich is 51%, de la okay. Rosa's 49% favorite. Um, but the betting odds for man- Montana de la Rosa, she's a minus 150 favorite currently. JJ Aldrich sitting at a plus 125 underdog. My money's on the dog, J.J. Aldrich. I got money on that, man. I, I think
1: she's going to win. Yep. She's going to pull it off. And also, before we forget, this uh, event is going to start early as well. Oh, joy. Yeah. And what is early, Roberto? Early
0: is... 2 oh, o'clock. Shit. No, oh, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. So. All righty, then. 4 p.m. Eastern. Oh, wow. 5 p.m. Oh,
1: yeah,
5: something in the p.m. 11 a.m. Eastern Time.
0: Something
2: on hmm. that note, I do have to hop off here because I just realized what time it is. So I'm sorry oh, to okay. cut you guys off right there. That's okay, That's John, right,
1: bro? bro. Thank you so much for jumping on, man, and hanging out with us for the last hour and a half. Um, this was freaking awesome to have the champ on our show. Um, before we let you go, bro, go ahead and uh, give a shout out to anybody you want, man. Uh,
2: yeah, sh- uh, check out my Instagram, John underscore Davis underscore JMD. All my sponsors are on there. They've helped, uh, you know, cover from boots to protein so far. So go on there and give them a lookout. Shout out to Power Slap for everything that they've done for me. And, you know, shout out to all the support I've gotten recently from, you know, for my family and for bringing a new healthy baby home. So and again, thank you guys very much for having me on. I appreciate you so much.
0: All right, brother. It was great. Pleasure having you on, man. Uh- Hope we'll get you on next time, man, right before you fight.
2: Yes, thank you very much. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening.
0: Thanks. Brother. Thanks, brother. Another good one in the books, ladies Hell and gentlemen.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: David to join back up so we can so we can set up. There we
1: are.
4: There, there we go. Yep. Yep. Dude. 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 There's like a there's an echo.
1: Yo. there's like a there's an echo. I just a heard echo, echo, can echo
4: you
0: guys hear me? Echo. You yeah, hear but we have,
4: hear an echo. Yeah, but we have, hear an echo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. Give me a second, you guys. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, man. So uh next fight <clears throat> up on, on the card, we're all in agreement. JD Aldrich or JJ yep. um, Aldridge. I don't know yet. I haven't done my UFC picks mostly. All right. So, so I've done my next, Bellator picks though. Next fight up we got Johnny Munoz versus Iori Quayling. Uh I think Johnny Munoz was supposed to be fighting somebody else. Iori is a last minute replacement from my understanding. Um and I, I thought the odds would be a little bit different going into that knowing that but it's near even minus 105 um fav, um underdog actually for johnny Munoz minus one versus for iori quailing yeah that that was kind of weird uh betting mm-hmm. wise goes you know what i don't even see oh yeah i see it uh yeah it's dead even right now okay this is a pickham's fight johnny Munoz minus 110 iori wow. quailing uh minus 110 so mm. that one's a pick fight. fight. Um, if I had to pick somebody, I'm going to go with Johnny Munoz. Same here. Yeah. I think, I mean, he, he's been preparing for somebody else, and it's a short, you know, kind of last-minute change-out. He's taller. He's longer. You know, I think he's got the skill set to, yep. you know, to, to extend this fight and make it a, a interesting, <clears throat> fun fight unanimous yeah. decision for Johnny Munoz.
1: Yeah. Yep. Unanimous. You know, is it uh, Eric Quelling? Uh, did he win his last fight and lost the last two? No, he
0: lost his last fight against Iron Lost Zahad his last fight. Okay.
1: And won okay. his last two. Jay Perrin and Cameron Els. Oh, okay. Okay. I got it confused there. Well, I'm still picking Johnny Munoz's uh, two. Yeah. <laughs> <wins. laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, he he's due, man. The, the way he yeah. fights, it's it's win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. His last yeah. fight was a loss, so his next one is... He's due for a win. A win. <laughs> yeah, and Ari Kuo-Ling, he's loss-loss, win-win, mm. loss-loss. So. <laughs> that So is the dumbest
1: shit I've ever heard, but it
4: makes <laughs> sense.
1: Yes, it does. So, it's what did I say last time. All right, so not, his, his, his fighting is a teeter totter right now.
0: Yeah, a teeter totter. What are we? Yeah, two of on this card.
1: It's a yo yo.
3: Munoz better not
0: lose. The yo yo <laughs> better right. not lose this fight. No, nah, and like I said, it's a last minute changeup, so I don't see why he would win lose this fight, man. Uh, last fight that, uh, well. Eric Quayling, last fight was three months ago and it was a loss, huh. bro. And it was like a, a finish. I you mean, know, he got finished. So I don't know, maybe yeah. three months, dude. That seems like a little too fast, right?
4: Yeah.
0: Hell of a turnaround for him. So I mean, J- Johnny Munoz's last fight was two months ago, but that was a unanimous decision. It's not like he got laid out, you know?
4: Hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm going Johnny Munoz. Yeah. I'm going to Munoz.
1: And I know who's mean? going, who's winning the next fight, too. Ooh, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Vanessa
3: on the next one, I think. Not me. Yeah, the so... next fight up is, um, yeah, women's strawweight uh, Kanaku Murata versus Vanessa Dimopoulos. Uh, Vanessa usually can, you know, make these fights grinders down to the mm. fucking final bell, you know. So this yeah. is a really – uh not really a big technical breakdown. I'm like, who do- – I mean, Vanessa, if she could just, you know, drag it out to a third round or so, I think she can win early. And you know, make it look easy in the third or so. Because Murata, she's wait, who beat her last time? It was Rob Schneider,
4: right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Vandiroba, Vandiroba,
3: the John DeRulo. John yeah. doctor
0: stoppage. I think she got a shoulder injury. And, shoulder yeah, injury. They're, they're both coming off with losses, man. Vanessa yeah. mopolis lost to Carolina Karo- Kowalkiewicz a unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but before Murata's loss, she was like on a pretty awesome win streak. She's a minus three hundred favorite. Going into this, plus two forty underdog for Vanessa Demopoulos. Um, I don't know, man. I, I like Vanessa Demopoulos. I think she's she's got what it takes, bro, to to finish this fight. Uh, I don't know why is a, a minus three hundred favorite. That's just that's just a bad sign, yeah, bro. I, in my opinion, I I'm going with Vanessa Demopoulos, the underdog, yeah. plus two sixty underdog right now. So the first two fights. Those are money, man, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, stay away from this fight in a betting perspective because I don't understand the heavy favorite from Murata. But it's kind of a fight where Demopolis, if she does lose this, it's kind of losing all the steam that she's had with previous wins and past opponents. Some But Murata's got the better record, uh, somewhat uh, uh, equal resume, I guess you could say, of of, a previous talent. But, yeah, I'll go Murata. I'm going to go against y'all.
1: Murata v too. I'm going with Murata.
3: That's fucking rude. <laughs> You're rude. Okay. Moving on to the car. It's uh, still prelims, of course. Uh 125 flyweight men's action. Nate Maynes against Mateus, Mendoza, and Nate Maness. is this uh okay, so both guys are going to flyweight. So Mendoza is Mate- a big guy. Mateus
0: looks like the uh, the Mexican uh uh Kevin Holland. Look at him, bro.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Introducing
3: Senor Kevin Olen. Olay. <laughs> yeah, Nate, Nate Manis too at 125 has fought some pretty good killer. Like he beat our boy uh, Tony Gravley and uh, knocked him out. You yep. know what I mean? And since then he has suffered two yes. losses. Umar and Magomedov is like in title contention. And uh, Ulan Bechtov is a savage too, which you, uh, you choked him out. Ah uh, man, this is a, Nate Maness is fighting for his job. Yes, he putting is putting it out there. Yes, he and, is. And uh, Mendoza got a lot of a uh, lot of momentum. He's ten and one, uh, up and coming. Battleweight, uh, I think. Yeah, I think he does train with um, what's his name, Charles Oliveira, Dubronx, Bronx, and uh, he's got a great camp behind him. Man, uh, Nate Maness, you got to fight his ass off and get make this a dog fight. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, indeed he loses
1: its curtain. Yep. I go with Mendoza. I'm going for Mateus.
0: yeah Yeah, Almeidas is a plus 220 underdog. Lost just two fights in a row. Yeah. Mendoza barely lost his last fight against Basharat. He's a minus 270 favorite. I think the betting odds might have changed a little. Yeah, it's a little closer now. But yeah, definitely going with uh, with Mendoza. I think he's going to win a unanimous decision.
3: Moving on to prelims, uh, women's strawweight action: Carolina Kovalevich versus Diana Bobeda. And Ooh. the way I'm looking at this fight is just Carolina. Well, way I'm looking is towards yeah, but she's Carolina to get is in a row
5: and is uh, about to put those wins to shit. She's gonna win.
3: Let's go, Bobeda. Yeah, cause she yeah, she's on it. She has like a, a great uh, comeback story. She was out uh, honestly retired, mm-hmm. right, and. Pretty much gone from the UFC, yeah. comes back on a three-fight winning streak. And I don't, even, I don't think the UFC is like back, like into title talks or title contention. This is the gauge yeah. where uh, Deanna Balbeta is in her career. And I think the way she Balbeda wins the fight is the striking. The way Kofi yep. has so got to get grappling. Grappling wrestling is her uh, her bread and butter for this fight. And to make it a war, do some work in the clinch. I think she's stronger in those areas much more than Balbeta, but my pick
0: will be Kovacevic decision. Oh. Mm. Yeah,
3: I'm going with the uh,
0: Car- Carolina Kovacevic minus 190 favorite, plus 165 underdog for Diana Belbita and she's not the cheese uh mark so I don't know why you're picking her. Um three wins in a row for Carolina Kovacevic. Just mm-hmm. hey, like 3K's. Bro, that you better stay away from that shit. I don't know. No, I'm just
1: kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm picking Carolina. D- d- by Ooh, this, okay. you know, this decision, I think Diana Belbita is gonna lose this fight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, she's just. You know, I don't. She's
5: just not that good. You know, I'm, go- I'm glad KK has you know gotten that little win streak going, but the Let's, local girl down the highway is gonna end that win streak. Let's bro, go Belbita.
0: don't take KK. Why? Okay? <laughs> don't say KKK. <laughs>
3: okay. Moving on. Moving on to the main event of the prelims. Uh, Philip Lind, seventeen and five, a winner of his uh, last three fights against mm-hmm. Yon Chudalaba, Who's? I don't know. I I pick a lot of his fights correctly. Philip Lynn is a guy that. I don't know, man. He's super hittable. And we know what Ian Kutalaba does once the fucking bell rings. It's like he's right in your face. And he's uh, definitely looking to get the fight to the ground, too. And probably mm-hmm. get it, make this uh, an easy first round finish, like TKO, ground and pound. I don't know. What do you think, Rob? What's your pick?
1: Ah, dude, man. I mean, just like you said, you know, Kutalaba, he's just one of those type of guys that. Once he hears that bell, that switch in his head just turns on, and he's going to go in there and try to fucking destroy you in the first round. Um, Philip, you know, like you said, um, uh, his chin is is always there, ready to get hit. And, um, but he's got the, he's got the chance to do it. Um, but I'm going to pick Ian, man. I think, uh, Kutalaba is going to be able to, um, grind Philip in the first round and possibly you know finish him up in the second. Cause Kutalaba man, this this guy, yeah, just, just, you can't you can't count him out, man.
3: Yeah, because in, in times where he has lost he just you know makes it a total war and gets yes. caught and fucking he, yep. almost nearly comes back, wins the fight. But um Philip the guys that beat Kutalaba are like bigger guys, mm-hmm. higher profile you know, names and so if Linz goes out there and has a great performance and has the, you know, the night that, you know, he's the better man that night, it could possibly happen. Cudalaba is a wild man, but ultimately my pick is Cudalaba. I don't yep. know if we're all in agreeance, Rudy. I don't know who you got.
0: Nah, man, I'm not in agreeance. Yeah, minus one fifty favorite for Eon Cute labia. Uh Felipe <laughs> Linz is a plus one twenty five underdog. He's he's won three fights in a row. Um, yeah. And there there were some great fights, man. Uh, Eon. Was on, you know, on the precipice of getting cut. He managed to to take a fight with Tanner Bozier, who's been losing to fucking everybody lately, right? Um, and you know, just hearing Eon the cute labia, the way he talked during the presser, you know, he just sounds he sounds like he's I don't know, man. He didn't sound too confident to me. Um, I think Felipe Lins has, has got the build and the reach um, and the skill set to to take this fight to a decision win. Um, cute labia, you know, he's gonna dump his gas tank, and once he dumps, we've seen what happens, bro. He leaves himself Mm -hmm. open, and I I don't think he'll lose by by getting knocked out. I I think Felipe Lins is just, you know, smart enough fighter to keep the distance and and win by decision. So, I'm going with another dog tonight, Felipe Lins.
3: And I'm not
1: mad at that, I am not mad mad at that either.
3: And moving on, we are at the main card now, uh, kicking off the main card, Bill Algio versus Alexander Hernandez, who is uh, making his uh, cut back down to featherweight, uh, previously a light uh, lightweight, and um, he's a pretty damn big lightweight, too. So okay. Bill Algio, tough as nails. Guy's never been knocked out, and that guy cracks to create chaos. He's a dog, too, you know what I mean? But um, uh, Hernandez, man, just look a little bit bigger, like I said. The wrestling, cardio somewhat in question. But I think he's just better everywhere the fight can go. Bill Algeo is just a tough, you know what, you know what I mean? Known tough bastard. KP.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Alexander Hernandez in some crazy fucking finish though, in like the late yeah. third round. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So Bill Algio's is a minus 140 favorite, plus 120 underdog for Alexander Hernandez. They both coming up fresh off of wins. Um. It wasn't too long ago. I think Bill Aldi will beat TJ Brown four months and Jim Miller for Alexander Hernandez. This is going to be a good fight, man. I think the, the betting odds are dead. Even on this one too. There's a lot of fights like that. Johnny Munoz, sorry, uh this fight. They're dead. Even there's a lot of really close matches. So, and then there's some really fucked up ones, but you know, this fight is, is kind of a pick fight. Um, I don't know, man. I think Algio is just superior on the ground, and it's going to be interesting, man. Uh, he's bigger too, you know. I think he's six foot. Uh, Alexander's, yep. you know, five nine. So yeah, there's there's going to be he's going to he's going to have some ground ground to to cover. I don't know, man. I just Alexander Hernandez. He pisses me off, dude. I like him, but. <laughs> I, you know, it's just, I don't see him winning this fight, bro. I really don't.
3: I'm going with Algeo being the favorite. Look at it. Uh-huh. Yeah, for Algeo to be 73 favorite on topology, like, I guess, like, Hernandez is not an easy guy to keep down, nor is uh-huh. Algeo, but that's why I think, like, the fight just kind of goes everywhere. Chaos. Somehow, Alexander Hernandez, I can't seem to pick his fights, like, two correct in a row, so... So I'm gonna pick him here because I mean, in a finish though, Aljo has never been finished, so factor that in. Never been yeah. knocked out. So. But uh speaking of never been knocked out, and then he recently was knocked out,
4: mm-hmm. Drew
3: Dober against Ricky Glenn. I don't understand this fight, but I do at the same time because it's like Drew Dober, action fighter. You know, the fans are gonna love to, you know, what what he goes out there and does. Like look at the last his last fight, Matt Favola went out there and came the Steam steamroller. Roller. he ran right through drew dober who chews on rocks and fucking funny, man, I don't rocks know if his chin is gone <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if that one ko lost kind of you know that he lost his chin completely but ricky glenn like i don't know man he's just so inconsistent and like he fights like yeah. once a year like if he can avoid the power for like the first round and a half two rounds Maybe he can get the job done like in some wicked way where he no. hurts him with a knee, get some groundwork done. I don't know. It's this but, is a weird fight. No. I cannot pick I cannot pick against Drew Dober. You choose on the rocks.
0: I'm not picking against <laughs> Rock chewing Drew Dover. He's a f- minus minus four seventy favorite, plus three sixty oh, underdog for Ricky Glenn. Um they're both coming fresh off of losses, but mm-hmm. uh before that yeah Grant Dawson lost a I mean Ricky Glenn lost to Grant Dawson. Uh his last one was like two years ago, bro. Uh before uh, yeah. D- Dober got knocked out. Um he was on a three fight win streak, bro. Um I don't and and that that was just I wouldn't I don't call it luck, but he just he got caught, man. He got caught by some a fucking a hitter who I don't think he was taken very seriously in, in uh steamroller, Matt Frivola. Uh, a lot of people kind of look past the dude and I don't know why, man. Um, this dude tra- trains with some killers, man. Coach Longo and, and the champ or the ex-champ. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. I think Drew Dober is going to chew this dude up like a fucking rock.
3: <laughs> I'm picking Drew Dober, man. Yeah. Drew Dober yeah, watch, Rick, watch Rick Glenn go out there and get like a flying Masvidal knee KO or something too. Remember that. Remember what? I said that. So. <laughs> But moving on, though, we have a uh, main card action, of course. Men's welterweight, Alex Morono, it's Joaquin Buckley, who's now with Lizzo, mentioned earlier. Do um, <laughs> yeah. you know what?
0: Gotta, Alex play Marono, this. Yeah. Game, bro. Is he, he's, he's dating
3: who? <laughs> uh, Joaquin Buckley is now uh, with Lizzo. Right? So. <laughs> But Alex Morono, I gotta give him the title. Like he is a junkie at 170 for sure. Mm-hmm. Like his win over our boy Tim Means last time. Like the guy, like just he had he he. What he's a coach. Like he's a veteran, seasoned guy. Like mid card guy that's gonna deliver the action and like just give it his all out there. You know what I mean? Because the guy's got great footwork. I mean Buckley, we know what he's got. He's got big power. Uh, not like the best chin in the world. That's where I kind of lean towards Alex Morono, where he could in fact catch him and just drag it out. You know what I mean? Make Buckley work for it. But Bucko, he gets those late finishes too sometimes. You know what I mean? But uh, he throws a lot of kicks. It's going to be a real like styles, make fights, everything with these two guys uh, matched up here. But I don't know. I, I'm kind of leaning towards Alex Morono. Who do, who do you think, Rudy?
0: I'm, I'm going with the dog here too, man. Plus 165 underdog Alex Morono fresh off a win against Tim Means four months ago. Joaquin Buckley, fresh off his win against Ander Fialo. Um, head kick, that was three months ago as well. He's a minus 200 favorite. A lot of people are looking looking past Morono, and I don't know, man. You're looking past this dude. He usually ends up winning. Uh, I think this is a bad matchup for, for Buckley. Um, mm-hmm. Alex Morono's got that footwork. He proved it against Tim Means, man. He's – I mean, this dude – He's a fucking killer, bro. Um, I think he's gonna win this fight. You know, stylistically, it's gonna be a long, grinding fight. Um, decision win, for
5: Alex.
3: Yeah, Marono. Buckley's
0: gonna be too tired from
3: Lizzo. Exactly,
0: bro.
5: <laughs>
3: well, I'm picking. Yeah, his chin I'm is pe- always in question, too.
1: Right? Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna go pick ahead, Alex Morono just because. Uh, you know, I lived in Houston. I lived right there in the woodlands. We don't know why, bro? 'Cause he's Mexican. <laughs> uh he trained out there at Gracie Baca, the woodlands. Um, I lived, you know, probably twenty minutes from there and uh it's it's you know, I got I gotta pick uh my second home, which is Houston, Texas, and I gotta pick the the uh, the local fighter um uh, of Alex Morono. So that's that's my pick right there, man.
3: Yeah, Morono better use that footwork though because if he gets backed up, that's Buckley's game right there. He can you can catch him with something and throw, yeah. throw those looping bombs and that's yeah, what I'm worried but about. But Morono, like Rudy said though, you found him out and he wins. You know what I mean? Like that's Lesley was going to be history. there in the audience too. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. We don't need that trend from the NFL right now coming you know I mean? over to MMA. Listen, listen. We going not be in the audience,
0: point. bro. If she was gonna be in the audience, she'd be like the only one in the audience because that's all it fits. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, moving man. on to the Coleman event of the evening. <clears throat> Joe Piper against Abdul Razak Al Hassan <laughs> and I, I think we can all agree that this is a fight to showcase Joe Piper, right?
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, bro, ain't no dude named Judo Thunder winning this one. <laughs> 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 Joe Piper <laughs> minus 380 favorite. <laughs> four four wins in a row. Fresh off his win uh, against Gerald Meershot. I didn't think he was going to beat that beat him, dude, but he did. Um, Abdul Razak Al Hassan, fresh off a win seven months ago against Claudio Ribeiro, plus 300 underdog. Uh, betting odds right now, minus 425 for Piper. Al Hassan is a plus 315. Nobody's giving Al Hassan a chance, neither am I. I'm going neither to am Pfeiffer I for all day. I, I, think, he is. I think the only chance Al Hassan has is to, to make it out of the first round. So, <laughs> second round finish for Piper.
1: Body yeah, bags are like gonna keep on
3: stuffing that bag with bodies, bro. Yeah, because I mean, for sure, uh, Al Hassan has been taken down by like lesser wrestlers and Piper. Piper is just a savage man, like on the feet. What does he train with? Uh, Sean Brady and the guys in Philly, like he's got straight killers in the gym. Al Hassan, you know, later in his career, he's fighting the young stud, the young gun here, and uh, Dana White's homie. You know, what I mean, he wants to see Joe Piper showcase to the world. This is a big win. I think the Mirchard was a, a higher caliber of opponent. Oh, yeah, bro. But, uh, Way. Al Hassan. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the wrestling advantage, Piper is technical on the feet, and um, he just gotta avoid the brawl. Al Hassan might just make it a fucking brawl from the beginning. He could get caught. Ultimately, my, my pick is Joe Piper for sure. I can't pick against him here. And moving on. It is that time for
0: we got Grant Dawson versus event. Charles what Felony Bennett.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know the fuck is why are they use that, yeah, that old so name, no, he's, he's,
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: he's Mini Rampage. They've always called him that, right? Coming up in the game, so. <laughs> um, but. Grant Dawson's earned his slot here at a main event, and so has Bobby Green. I mean, Bobby Green's just – he is the junkyard dog at lightweight, no doubt about it. The most active fighter, you know, next to Kevin Holland. And uh, I heard in his pre-fight interview that he's looking to fight maybe in December. So they say he does get past Grant Dawson, which won't be an easy task. Like, this is uh, Styles – it's grappler versus striker, right? Grant <laughs> Dawson, we know if he's going to win the fight, he might, in fact, take him down and just grind fucking five rounds. Right, Rudy? I mean –
0: Yeah, man. uh, I think I don't think Bobby Green stands a chance, man. In this, hell no. Grant Dawson has just been—he's just been steamrolling. Dude, he's been fucking destroying all his opponents. Mark Madsen was like a a high-level, undefeated grappler, and he just pieced this motherfucker up and made it look easy, bro. It was just embarrassing. Uh, Demirious Magulov—he stretched it out to a unanimous decision win jared gordon subbed his ass um i think i think dawson is just going to frustrate bobby green and eventually submit him late in the late in the rounds and probably third round
1: yeah dude there's just no way that bobby green is going to be able to defeat grand dawson pro i mean Hmm. it's yeah
3: and and i agree everything you just said Yeah, I know. I know it cut out when uh, John left the show. He just messaged me now, said thanks so much again. Appreciate uh, us having him on tonight. So shout out to John Davis, the champ. So he stayed on as long as he could. I know he's got the newborn and taking care of business. Yeah, champ. So, (laughs) Um, but as far as as far as this matchup though, Grant Dawson, like he one. I mean, he's in the main event spot for a reason. Like I said, he's at the top 10. Um, after this, you know what I mean? Like, it's nothing but absolute killers lined mm-hmm. up that he will, in fact, face. Bobby Green has fought everybody in the world except for what? Jim Miller? That's mm-hmm. the dream fight that we're supposed to see at, at UFC 300. Hopefully. Right?
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> he hasn't fought in deep, bro.
3: Man.
4: These nuts.
3: Yeah, dude, he, you know what? You <laughs> got I forgot to mention, though, too, inside the cage news, the fight bookings. I think Armin Sarukian and uh, Benil Dariush is official, too, for uh, December 16th. They added that fight in today. Wow. So those are are guys ahead of of Dawson, you know, at 55, the Sarukians, the Moicanos. You know what I mean? So, like, this is a big time fight. Dawson's got to get it done. and, And Bobby Green, man. Bobby Knuckles, you know what I mean? He he throws him hands. Sometimes he gets a little crazy with his style, but that's just Bobby Green. I think Grant Dawson can hold his own on the feet, but he's got that crazy wrestling, and he could frustrate Bobby and win some early rounds. And Maybe, I don't know. I'm saying, like, this vision, Grant Dawson, I, I don't see the fight going any other way. Like, Rob, you got Bobby Green? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got Grant Dawson, KGD, fucking beating the shit out of Bobby Green come to the late third third round probably. If not, Man. yeah, I'm going to say third round. Uh Dawson is just going to lay the hammer on him, bro.
3: It's, yeah, it's weird because, like, look at Bobby Green. Like, they say as much as Tony Ferguson has done and shot born or whatever, Tony dropped Bobby Green. You know what I mean? So he's definitely there yeah. to be a hit. Like, yeah, Dawson, back could put him down. Jump the back and just you know backpack style. That's the way I, I kind of see it happening. Maybe Green has some early moments where he might fucking catch Dawson, but not put him away. But Bobby Green, whenever he gets hurt in that, he's usually he usually gets put away. You know what I mean? So Dawson's got to get the, the finish quick and not let him get up his mm-hmm. feet or anything. He's got to be dangerous. So, but um, so guys, but yeah, this is. A-
0: I just want to share one thing. I'm very confident in my picks this weekend. Um. Here are my yeah. picks: eleven parlay picks. Very good. Good chance. A five dollar bet. Three thousand four hundred forty-seven dollars and fifty cents. Hell um, yeah! I'm, I'm confident in that. I'd probably bet more, but I like to spread my 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 micro bets across the board. So this is a good. Let's bet.
1: go! There Hell yeah! That's
3: out there in the Tapology group, if you guys just stole Ruby Lara's picks. You might win some money. They have, right.
1: Hey, before we close out the don't. show, uh, we, uh, we our guest for next week is going to be Miguel Flores. If you don't know who he is, you're living under a fucking rock. We had his older brother Ray Flores on the show a couple times. Ray is a phenomenal, uh, you know, guy, good friend of mine. I um, I love him. Yeah. He is a legend you know he's he's the, he's a good friend and uh we're gonna have his little brother on the show he's following in his brother's footsteps he was actually covering the canelo event um he was commentating on that uh, that event um, he had a lot of uh, he was uh, doing the presser as well so we'll be able to talk to him next week uh, about that experience and you know his his journey as a as a uh, uh commentator ring announcer and all the other stuff that he's doing in the, in the sport, um, just like his brother, Ray, man. So it's going to be, it's going to be an awesome show next, uh, next week. uh, Just like every Thursday night, man, we always have the the awesome guests on our show. So lots of, lots of fun, man. And hopefully this year we do end up getting to uh, episode 200. I am in the works of trying to get somebody big on our show for 200. So I'm still uh, working on that, fellas. Once I get the confirmation, I will let you all know. But other than that, guys, thank you so much. This was an awesome show. Uh, Thanks, uh, John the Machine Davis for jumping on as well really do appreciate you bro and uh, we'll talk to you after you defend that belt uh, have you on the show again man uh, David you know what to do man
3: yes indeed another good one in the books boys we are inching closer to 200 and we missed a week we promise to not miss a- another week again until episode 200 yeah. that is a promise <laughs> for all the latest combat yeah. sports around the world around the clock so find all our latest uh, combat sports news. It's on the website uh, to hear our previous episodes and podcast platform. Wherever you can get your podcast, mm-hmm. search Fightbook MMA, sitting ringside. Like, subscribe, share, hit us up on all social medias. For myself, Dave Rodriguez, Roberto Villa, the boss, Mark Ambu up north, Rudy Laura, producer south. We are sitting ringside. We out. Enjoy the fights. Peace.